All right. Welcome back to the What You Thinking podcast. I am your boy, Miles. This is Colin here. What is going on, Miles? What's crack a lacking, boy? I don't, I don't know why I did that. Just, <laughs> just, yeah, I see just, you got a little extra, you know, little extra pep in your step this morning. What's oh, going on, man? You know, have a little bit of coffee, you know. Oh, that cold. What you got in that, that yeah. coffee? You got a little MCT oil in there? Or you got a little extra <laughs> I, juice? I ain't you, man. I, I, I ain't even to, to the, all these herbal. This is MCT. What, what is that anyway? Isn't it like that? Is that that's the coconut oil thing. What's the MCT oil? Yeah, the MCT oil, man. That's good for pretty much um, breaking down. When you take in any type of like any crashes, you know how in the middle of the day, I would like to break it down like this. You know, in the middle of the day, sometimes you get cravings or you feel like you're going to crash. And sometimes you some people use like those five hour energies or anything for a sugar Mm. boost. They'll use those things. Well, MCT oil is like the healthy option you go where it kind of stabilizes that and like knocks down those cravings and you don't get those crash. You know, when you crash in the middle of the day or even the morning when you feel like like blah, well, it Mm -hmm. gives you that that's just that stable stableness throughout the day to get keep your brain intact to keep you going and you won't feel that crash that's like the simplest way i could put it you know interesting so, yeah, so it, you be you be supplementing with the mct out here yeah so i put that in a little like a like a tablespoon in my mm-hmm. coffee in the morning mm-hmm. um usually it does really well it like takes out any cravings you would get throughout the day um keep i feel like i'm more like alert and more focused when I take the when I take it, mm-hmm. um, it's really good. I have no problem. Definitely have had no problems with it. Um, I re- I highly recommend it for those who like hate that crash feeling or feel like tired and feel like their brain just feels like mush and are just trying to get that. I guess that little boost. It's not like a like a how like a pre workout. I would say it's not like mm-hmm. that at all. It's just it just keeps you just keeps you right for the day, so you don't feel like you're just blah. And like down, it just really keeps you leveled out throughout the day. And so, how long you been taking it? I started taking it back when this was all starting the pandemic, probably around like March or April. I mm. uh, really love it. Love it. Add it. Add a little tablespoon to my coffee every morning, and I'm good to go for the day. I literally have literally no cravings. I just eat my regular food, you know, every few hours, and I'm good to go. Especially if you have that trouble with like cravings all the time, you're always eating sweets. I feel like that's a really oh, that's good for, for that. you though, because we know how you operate. How I operate, man. Sugar fiend over there. Oh, I mean, I love my sugar. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love, I love my sugar, but MCT oil is definitely highly recommended. The, they say it's a great for they call it quote that was not a ringing endorsement after you suppressed that yawn real quick. He was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> give me, mm. give me a little chance. I, I'm still having my coffee right now. It has to sink. You gotta oh, give yeah. a little time. Sip, sip. Sip. I'm sipping away. I'm okay. sipping away. All right. So why? <laughs> so while you sipping, mm-hmm. let's contemplate a few things before we get into our, our heavy topic for the week. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is ultimately going to be the best big three of all time? Down Who's in that? Charlotte. The Ball Brothers. Oh my god! Once the third one, <laughs> you really just said that, dude. You really just said the Ball Brothers, dude. The Ball Brothers, baby. You know what I mean? They're gonna get Jordan Bro, that first. I know ring. I know you know Carolina. Old... I know that's you, you know that's you from the South. That's your people down there. But dude, let's 
Nah, you, get ahead you, of you, ain't, you ain't on the big three ball, brothers? I am not on that. Right. I know Hayward right. just went to Charlotte, too. <laughs> hey! I know hey. Hayward went and they got the ball, brother. I get it. But Charlotte will remain <laughs> and will continue to be trash. I'm oh, no. I'm, uh, they, I, just to, I just wanted to throw it out there. I'm excited. I mean, I'm... <laughs> I think, Ball, I think that would be the but if if the third one goes the lottery pick, I think that'll be the first. Uh, well, I th- they're all in this series of brothers. I mean, you've had families or mm-hmm. like father and son. Yeah, but you've never had like brothers, three, three brothers, brothers. I mean, lottery pick all at the same time. Oh yeah, I mean lottery same, to be you know, lottery picks. Yeah, lottery kinda, picks. Yeah, at the yeah. same time and playing for the same team. Oh, it just for that it'd be great. Yeah, I mean. We'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see what happens. I think I think it's definitely you got to give credit to the Ball brothers. I mean, for them to be, you know, to be in that conversation, that's great. I mean, it's cool to see that the brothers, you know, being successful in the league. That's great. I mean, can't can't knock them. You can't knock them. And you got to give respect. Got to give respect to it. See how the game elevates. You know, so I'm gonna be very intrigued to see um, Ball's game and how he's gonna play in Charlotte, especially as at the point guard position. So you know, it should be exciting. I'll be looking yeah. forward to that. So we'll see what happens. See what happens. And then last, uh, we'll we'll hit on on the NFL real quick. So Denver is going to be starting today with no quarterbacks. (laughs) All all four quarterbacks is out because of COVID. I'm about to go try out. So they lining up an offensive lineman. No, I think I think I think they're starting a wide receiver. I'll play for Wake Forest. Yeah, but I would have loved for. There'd be a press conference like right before the game. Mm. John Elway comes out in a suit and says, <laughs> we signed John Elway for a 10-day contract. He disappears, comes back out in a jersey, signs in a dotted line. That's it. And then suits up. That would be the story. Even if he suited up as the backup. <laughs> Think about the story that would be. This is John Elway suited up back there, and he has to wear the throwback uniforms. You got to go with the, the old throwback with the the bucking Bronco. Right, right, right. You know, <laughs> that be and you and you know what they they call up what's his name? They call up uh Shannon Sharp. They like yo Sharp, yo, we need a tight end, bro. We need you, man. Come on out. Come on. <laughs> and could you imagine just just one play? John Elway to Shannon Sharp. That's it. That's it. That's all you need. They they you hand them the W. <laughs> hand them the W. <laughs> you know? It don't matter what the score is, just give them the W. You We're know good I mean? to go. We're good to go, man. That's all. That would have been amazing though. I mean, obviously there's zero chance that would ever happen, but right. just the thought of John Elway suiting up now, whatever he is, fifty something years old. <laughs> and <laughs> that would be just it would just be great. It would just Dude. be hilarious. Even at, like I said, even as a backup, even just the clipboard guy, just for him to be like <laughs> come out there in uniform, <laughs> it would just be great. Uh, but yeah, they got no quarterbacks. Dude, I, honestly, I don't, huh, I don't. It's just amazing to see that play out, and just it's been an odd, very odd football, you know, year. And then you got, you know, you seen just a lot of the games get changed up, and you know, of course being moved around but this is very odd no quarterbacks um it's and then you just it's like i don't even know how to explain it. it's just so weird i mean it just sums up it continues every day i feel like or every week there's something new to add on to this wonderful year of 2020 and then you look at the sports here and you just see like this certain thing happening just so many odd, just odd things and i mean no quarterback play 
Um, mm-hmm. Makes you think, you know, a lot of quarterbacks out there, they should have scooped one up, and now you're going to need, like, a wide receiver to come play quarterback. It could go great for them. I mean, in that time span, it's just a matter. I mean, I know Saints defense is going to love it today. They're probably going to have tons of fun out there, I would assume. Um, if you have them in your fantasy, if you have the Saints as your defense on your fantasy team, please start them. Oh, you know, we know you don't. I I, I have them one of my teams, and they are. Oh, I started. forgot because you do that whole like let me let me let me draft eighteen teams. Yes, just so I have a shot of winning. Yes, of course. You never know, man. Last year I told you. I feel I there's just a league of you by yourself playing against. Why you? Why you gotta be like that, man? Why you calling me out? Why you gotta call me out like that? Look, man. It's great. This is great stuff, man. It's entertainment. It, see, when you a Jet fan, you need to find other ways to be entertained. I thought see, you not a Jet fan. I thought you Dolphins all the way now. Got me. You're right. I'm a Dolphin. Is I'm Dolphins all the way. You are. That's you sad. are right. I have changed up. Break I'm out a that teal, fan. teal green. But still, the do- I'm a big Tua fan. I'm all in on Tua. Okay, now we're moving on topics because two, uh, is, <laughs> two, two is not the move. I'm sorry. Come on, man. They they want him to be uh um. Kyler Murray, it's not gonna happen. You don't, you don't think Tua, Tua? you heard it here first. Gonna be a bust, not nah, a bust, not a bust. On, but give he's my man some, not give a my bust. Man some credit, not a bust. But he ain't, he he's. I give him, I give him two three years. Three years. Yeah, Tua. Wow. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen for Tua. Wow, just like that. It's, I just, like I'm saying, you look at Kyler Murray and you look at him side by side, both barely two feet tall. But the difference is, <laughs> two will look two feet tall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah. But two Kyler look Murray, two feet. Kyler Murray looks very short. Right. He's my, he's no, like Kyler my... looks short, yeah. but Tua is short. Word. <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying? Like, you know every time you see, like, them short players and, yeah. and, and they run up to, like, high-five the lineman after a touchdown and they disappear? Right. That's what, like, that's what Tua is. Got to like, jump he, up. Got to do see. a nice jump up real quick. Yeah. You know, I'm doing a box jump. <laughs> <laughs> Tua to has to throw there. between linemen just to get the ball downfield. He can't throw over the top. Nah, I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. This ain't I happening. Just, and with his hip problems, I'm sorry. He just, it's no. Nah, because no, he, nah. he blow out both hips or just one? Uh, One. I think it was just the other one side. Of the... What happened to Bo Jackson when he blew out his hip? That was it. All right? And Bo <laughs> Jackson was probably the first or second greatest athlete of all time. You know, yeah, people go Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson, one and two, take your pick. Yeah, I mean, I obviously mean, that was a long time ago. But yeah, I mean, Bo, Bo Jackson's a rare specimen, first of all. But but Tua, nah, two two three years, baby. Nah, come on, I'm gonna give him a little more credit. Tua's the way. Tua, you know, back this, up. This is the way. Nah, this is this, the way. oh, this is not the way. No, which I realized. <laughs> I mean, we have to get this episode moving, but I realized maybe we should put this on, on topic for next week. I don't think we've actually talked about the Mandalorian on the podcast. I'm actually, I actually really love the season, by the way. Since it was announced yeah. and we talked about it that very first, yeah. uh, you know, like season one, the announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think we've talked about it since. No, we definitely, we definitely haven't. So, so we're going we gonna to put a pin in it. Uh, okay. I think we need to put that on the docket for next week. We need that's to, definitely that's be fair our to say. Opening light and fun topic. Talk yes. about the Mandalorian, yeah. Ahsoka, yes. Baby Yoda. Yes, Baby whole... Yoda's got a name. Ah, last night. Come on now, I just that name. We can, uh, we can, we can do better. But let's let's just move on. Let's just move all right, on. all right. Let's all just, right. Um, but we definitely gonna talk about that next week. So stay Sounds tuned good. if you're into Star Wars, into the Mandalorian. 
we're not like ultra nerds. So we ain't going to go with the frame by frame breakdown mm. <laughs> of every episode. Frame by uh, frame. Yo, those dudes who do that, much respect. When they be yes. frame by frame, they're like, okay, if you noticed, yeah, the sign here is the same color as the sign was in the original 1977 Star yeah, they, Wars theatrical yeah. release. <laughs> Notice that bolts of what this tells you is that, like, fam, y'all doing too much. They're going in. They're they're dudes need, those are the dudes who need to break down the JFK assassination video. <laughs> they will get to the bottom of the answer. they like, that's rude of them? Don't worry about it. We got don't, it. don't worry about They're it. Like, if you notice here in frame 6.2, right they're here, playing. that playing, blade man. of grass is the that same blade of, of grass, grass that I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they, you see that sh- that that uh that shoelace that we see peeking in from a the rare corner. a rare right. find an Easter egg. You'll right. never see that again. <laughs> like that's the same shoelace that is on the doctor's foot who was doing the surgery. Now tell me, and we know this because there was only two of these shoes produced. Two ones in the museum. One was bought to give to this doctor. From 1977. <laughs> like, and the other was from 1994. <laughs> yo. Yeah. I give I give him credit, bro, because I, I can't do it. Like I watch them because I you know they bring out some interesting points that you don't right. see. Right. But I, I can't imagine like frame by frame every episode. They'd be like, well, if you if you listen closely, mm-hmm. you can you can hear the footsteps of Vader. Like Yes. What? You you can hear his breath. They're like, well, for, you have to have the best sound system this side of Bose, but if you listen closely, and it can only be heard between decibels seven and eight, any higher or lower, you missed it. it. You, you missed it. You can't find. You can't hear it. It's like really. I'm it's not that, taking your word for it. They but. take it very serious. This is their life. This is what Yo. they do. They be taking it. The same thing they used to do with the Marvel, with the people who used to do like the trailer breakdowns. Mm. Oh, yeah. Piece by Freeze piece. frame the trailer. Freeze frames like, oh, my God. I don't like, know how they do it. There's, there's specific like the homework. Yo, homework. Homework. Each second, nothing is missed. <laughs> nothing. I, I respect, I respect the, it. The attention to detail. It's beautiful. And so that's what we're talking about is attention to detail, intelligence, smarts, and our sort of big uh, topic for this week. Uh, you know, yep. a lot of us are, well, everybody, not I don't say a lot of us, everybody wants to be successful, in, you know, in, in sort of one thing or another. And mm-hmm. if you ask a lot of people to think about the success or how do you get success, of course, one of the things that always comes up is smarts or intelligence, Right. Right. And when it comes to that, there's sort of these two uh, sort of dichotomies of what intelligence sort of is. So, of course, there is what's referred to as crystallized intelligence, which is more commonly uh, referred to as like book smarts. You know, those people who have like facts and figures. Speaking of facts and figures, same thing. Like if you listen to sports radio or like watch it, you know, at P-Town, they'd be like, yeah, you know, so-and-so had a hit. In the seventh inning at night in nineteen sixty six against the black like like how do you remember that? Some people have some vivid memory, man. But bro, vivid. there is zero chance I'm a rec- I don't remember who started last week, and they'd be like, "Nah, well, first of all, he started like yeah." You talking about a a, a one game starter from sixty years ago? 
Right. I'm like, who remembers that? Um, I mean, do, do you think that has like any whole like those are significant moments in people's lives where they just, you know, how, you know how there's vivid memories you just know. Like for instance, like when nine, we talked about it before. Like when you remember nine eleven, you everybody uh-huh. usually remembers where they were in nine eleven specifically. Right. Do you think there are like other like not always tr- tragic events, but also other events? And spe- everybody has different events in their lives that people remember more spe- specifically than others. But right. maybe it's more like if it's to sports related. Someone is you know heavily a sports. Their their job is revolved around sports, and they remember specific moments. You know, just like that. I feel like when you have a a, a multiple. Like especially someone's very passionate, or there's something they do that they really love. Their memory, I feel like, is more, it's mm-hmm. more sharp. You know, in specific areas. You know, depending on what they do, or depending on you know some people's passion. I feel like that has something to factor in. To I mean, I, mean I, th- I think it, I think it does absolutely, but it just seems like well, I I said it two ways. So like if you're talking about significant events in human history or mm-hmm. like that were are sort of meaningful to you. I think it's very easy then to recall those uh whatever was happening, right? Like you said 9/11, uh yeah. you know, birth of a child, the wedding, mm-hmm. uh you know, all of those things sort of, you know, are kind of like framed in our mind, your first job, you know. Yeah. All of that kind of stuff is 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 will always be imprinted on your brain, right? Mm-hmm. But or, or like you said, maybe for your favorite team, you you may remember exactly like who was in the starting lineup when the Jets went to back to back AFC championship games. You know, like right. that's that's stuck in your mind. Yes. But if you were to be like, all right, well, who started for a random Sunday game against the Raiders in 96? <laughs> and like, what was the play on second and third? Right. And they ran a jet sweep. Like, what? A jet sweep. <laughs> that went for like, six yards. Oh, that's very, that's very deep. You know what I'm mean? saying? Like, if you ever, like, if you ever listen to, like, in, well, in New York, you know, you have, like, the Michael K show. Yeah. Or you know, watching PTI or yeah. just the, any any of them. I mean, yeah. some of it I, I do think no lie, they're getting it piped in. Like there's a producer yeah. who's like, "This is what happened." Yeah. But other times it's clear, like they just know. Um, and then so the other thing I, I think about, like you said, you talked about like stuff that you're interested in or stuff that you're, uh, you know, means a lot to you. You know what mm-hmm. your interests are. You you definitely obviously do remember. You know, you keep that in mind, right? So whatever your interests yeah. are, you definitely uh, hold that. Uh, yeah. in, a, in a different place in your memory so i mean it's definitely true i still i'm i'm still amazed at it every time when right. i hear there and they're you know and they're like oh yeah remember in the 1976 afc championship game and he mm. was like nah i don't remember nah, i don't remember that i'm no. gonna need you to tell me i need you to you know kind of run that play by play again and and in fact if you talk about memories being in uh wiped or or sort of imprinted in your brain i like to just wipe out the entire uh you know Super Bowl Fifty. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even remember who you played can't, that game. You know, it's it's in there. It's in no. there. You can. It's in there, man. You can't shake that. No, uh-uh. you uh-uh. can't shake that, man. I don't even. Sorry. I don't even know. I don't even. They, first of all, I thought Super Bowl Fifty was canceled. They was like, mm, you know, <laughs> I we thought just it was canceled. <laughs> I was like, sorry, buddy. I don't. Yeah. I remember watching it at all personally. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> live with that for the rest of your life. No, I, I actually don't. I actually don't. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I wonder we're getting off topic, but I'm not like. Obviously, I'm a huge sports fan, right? Right, right. But and I, I think we may have talked about this on the podcast or not, but I am not one of those people who like the uh, 
whether my team wins or loses hinges mm. like on my day to day mood. Right. Especially like people were like like playing baseball, right? And like the mm. Yankees lost today. Oh, bro, they mm. play 162 games. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you play again tomorrow. Like you'll be you know, fine. Like you'll be fine. And even in, in the NFL, like I, if if it's a bad season, mm-hmm. I'm like all right, they stink this year. Yeah. Like all right, they whack. <laughs> like Simple even when they that. lost the Super Bowl, like even they lost the Super Bowl. I think we because we were texting, and yeah. like halfway in, I was like, "This game's over." <laughs> it's a wrap. I was like, "We done." I mean, <laughs> I ain't not, going front. No I was annoyed, and every, yeah. I told everyone to stay on that side of the room because I, I don't, yeah, I don't need to, this, yeah. I don't remember, need to associate with you right now. But the next day, I wasn't <laughs> like, "Oh, I can't believe the Panthers just lost." Oh my god. Oh, and like yeah, I remember around it was the a house. very gloomy day. It was a very gloomy day. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't come to work uh, the I, next I, day. I, I, I remember I didn't tell you nothing. I didn't say anything to you. I just let you just soak. And I was like, hey, man, good morning. Uh, I like nothing happened. I was like, good morning. Uh, uh, you know, but like, and you ride me about it. But like I say, it don't, it, it's not going to affect my day to day life. Um, right. But yeah. So getting back into this, that's what crystallized intelligence or sort of book smart is. It's that remembering of facts and figures. And then on the opposite side of that, you have food intelligence. So food intelligence uh, is the ability to sort of learn and retain any new information that you come across and then use it uh, to solve a problem, either learn a new skill uh, and have whatever things that you remember before, you can modify that with right. new information as you collect it. So Do you- basically like a sort of an implied intelligence. So think of it like it is. It's fluid. It's not something that sort of remains the same, like crystallized intelligence. Right, right. Uh, it can be modified by as you learn new things or acquire new knowledge, you can use it to sort of, uh, uh, you know, solve existing uh, problems that you come across. So. The problem or, or sort of difficulty is that people, of course, always want to improve food mm-hmm. intelligence, right? So there's like this right. whole big thing, which I'm I'm not sure if you're into, like, you know, people are into like crossword puzzles, like Sudoku, uh, yes, brain yes. training games. First of all, let's just talk about, it. are you into that like crossword Sudoku life nah, puzzle situation? Nah, I, nah, man, I never, I never really got into it. I tried and I just wasn't really, it never just stuck to me, you know? Mm-hmm. I never stuck to me into like those type of games, even like think games like Tetris. Um, think about those type of games. I played a little bit of chess, but like I've never gone to that. And like, wait, wait, I've seen... wait, 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 back up, back up, back up, back yeah. up. You didn't really play Tetris? A little bit, but not as much. I Did you just big... say a, a little bit? A little bit. Just, I didn't just yeah. just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. Oh, I forgot you are younger than me. No, nah, I mean I do. I come like Tetris was a thing. Like my father played Tetris all the time. He tried to put me on. Oh wow, you saying I'm that old now? Yeah, you 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 ancient wow, almost bro. at this point, man. Sorry, man. This you I know, I, I had to put it out there a wow. little bit, a little something, man. I, I had to put it out feel. there, but all love, all love, man. But yeah, Tetris. I love te- I love like you know, it was like one of those things. I liked the idea of it, and then when mm-hmm. I went to play with it, play like play Tetris, I was like, mm, you know what, this ain't really it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. I don't know if those games, you know, they, you know, they do studies on these games and how it's supposed to, you know, help it like somewhat, I guess, help mm-hmm. you and your be smarter as far as like solving problems or an ability to as far as for memory purposes, mm-hmm. which I never really known until like reading up on it. Um, I never really thought about that or how that can ha- somewhat have an impact. But do you really believe like? And you're playing these games, and once you master it, you know, is there any, well, better question is, can you really master something 
in any like in any like kind of realm I would say because I feel like there's always something to learn new in a game or in a in a skill there's always something to be learned different or something that you learn from somebody else a different perspective or a different teacher right and it's yes you could become really great at it mm-hmm. but there's always potential to learn uh, something different from that one mm-hmm. area that you do and no, though, absolutely th- and though I think you know I think we can get, come very well at multiple things and it helps us in our education and our knowledge moving forward and it helps us become you know, quote unquote, successful in the many things we do in our lives, the more things we learn. Mm-hmm. But is it, you know, of course, it's great to learn multiple things, but do we really become masters, you know, in certain areas? I guess you definitely can, but I guess I always think about it as like there's always room to learn more from somebody else or a different teacher, you know? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's interesting you brought up Tetris. So, there was this 2007 study, which was in the Behavioral and Brain Sciences uh, magazine, which talked about it's basically what they did. They talked about Tetris and they wanted mm-hmm. to see if it actually improved fluid intelligence. So, they had people play Tetris for several weeks. And what they found after those weeks is that cortical, uh, cortical thickness increased and so did cortical activity increase, which mm-hmm. are basically signs that there was an increase in neural connections being developed in the brain. Um, so essentially, their the brain essentially got smarter. Uh, mm-hmm. but what they did found was that after those first few weeks, that although they did have that sort of mastery that you talked about of Tetris, mm-hmm. uh, and their skill levels remained high, that uh, sort of those brain thicknesses and stuff returned to normal. So they mm-hmm. didn't necessarily inc- have any new increased neural connections okay. um, because they figured out exactly how sort of how to play the game. And mm-hmm. so using that sort of extra mental activity or energy wasn't necessary. And so to answer your question about mastery, I think it's clear that to, at least to our brains, to a certain extent, we can develop a mastery of something, right? I, and right. I think it's sort of, sort of like the law of diminishing, well, it's not really the law of diminishing returns, but it, it there is a peak where mastery does sort of taper off, right? Mm. Like, yeah, there are always uh, things you can learn about a subject, whatever that right, subject right, is, whether, yeah. you know, you're a personal trainer or a photographer you, or There's a always some, you can learn from a different perspective possibly. Right. A certain there are subject. always right. like other perspectives, other things that you can sort of pick up, you know, other nuances right? that you can kind of figure out. But at a certain level, you're already really good at that, <laughs> you know, yeah. like you can't get exponentially better. You know, it's, yeah. you know, you, you're, you've moved away from sort of direct patient care and in, in, into the statistics side, which, you know, I ain't ever doing. Uh, <laughs> and that's right. My grammar was trash and I don't care. Um, I ain't ever doing. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and you know that, you know, in sort of statistically significant at that point, mm-hmm. there really isn't any sort of statistically significant gain mm-hmm. that you're that you're coming up with, right? Because you've okay. sort of you, you've got that mastery, right? And your right. brain says, "No, nah, you got this." Like you may learn a little bit of something, but you're right. not really sort of like becoming that much better, right? Right. I see. But uh, now, do I have necessarily any sort of you know real science to sort of back that up? I mean, outside mm-hmm. of this little sort of micro study, not really. Right. Um, but I think that's what makes it sort of interesting is that, you know, solving these sort of puzzles. Um, yeah, maybe in the very beginning there is some sort of increased um, 
you know, increased brain ability that's sort of initially uh, or right. an initial output. But then after a while, your brain's like, ah, I know how to do this. You just become right. better at doing it. Yes, correct. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after a while, how much better can you get at it? Because it's, you know, it's kind of like, oh, I, I know how this I know how this thing works. Yes. Um, so then the real question is, and I think this is a perfect question for you, is it's sort of like working out as a personal trainer, right? It's always, you always talk about, um, I forgot the exact term, but it's, it's, it's mu- muscle confusion, right? We always yes. talk about muscle yeah. confusion in working out and, and mm-hmm. the importance of muscle confusion. And so if you don't know muscle confusion, essentially, well, I, I'm not going to explain it. I'm not the personal trainer. I'm no. not in shape like this guy. I'll let you explain yeah. it. What is muscle no, so confusion? So the key is, I mean, well, muscle confusion is sometimes break it down, I think a little easier. You know, we do the same repetition, say we're doing... You know, you're doing your regular bench press, knockout, four sets. You're doing the same thing over just a bench press. You go four sets for 12, for instance, Mm -hmm. right? Simple. You're just doing that. You've been doing that now for a week, two, three weeks. You already had a nice way and, you know, you got a nice little soreness in. But now after a while, it's the same thing. Your body does. It's already adapted now, right? So now, for instance, what I'd like to do, like before, I remember when I first started working, I was doing that, doing that, doing that, and I got used to it. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, all right, how do I switch it up? How do I activate these muscles now to, you know, in a new angle, a new way? So what mm-hmm. I did was now I added in a superset afterwards. So now mm-hmm. after doing the bench press, I'll do like 12 reps. Boom. Now I'm going to do flies, mm-hmm. chest flies with a free weight number. Now adding that angle, that new, that new um, workout that new little exercise helped it just kind of threw off the muscles like oh but it, you know this is something new we never used to do this before you know after chest press your mind your bot your mind's already used to you doing the same routine where it's just chest press for the last three weeks and nothing else afterwards it's mm-hmm. already adapted so now you throw in something new to that and it's like whoa you never did this before mm-hmm. and so one it, that's kind of like the that's the notion. The notion of um, muscle confusion. It's just at, it's just trying to switch up um, the normal routine. We all have a routine when we're working out. Set routine of you know I'm focusing on doing squats, deadlifts, boom, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But then it's adding in a little extra something different on an every other week basis to not to not let your muscles get too comfortable. You want it to get a little one. Un- you want to be uncomfortable in some degree so that there's growth there. You know, you still want to grow because after a while, it's just like in anything, not only just in working out, you do the same things over and over and over again. You know, after a while, it's like you, we've been talking about, you hit that master level of it. Now it's like, OK, how do I get a little more uncomfortable? How do I switch it up to make my body or my brain kind of start working harder now? Because now I got to learn something new. Oh, this is something new I never felt before. So now I got to learn it. I got to master it now. I got to mm-hmm. get better at this. And that's all it is. Like when it comes to working out in that aspect with, um, you know, work, if you're working out the same thing over and over again, your body's used to it. So you have to confuse it. You have to challenge it in a different way. And that's the point of just the muscle confusion. The more muscle confusion like you have in part of your workouts, the the better and the more growth you're potentially going to see. Um in your workouts. So that's why you always would like to like switch up your workouts from time to time after a, maybe a month or two months, you're doing like a two to three month program. Mm-hmm. That's good. But then your body is going to get used to it. Cause you probably mastered it. Now you got the routine down. All right, let me try something new. Let me switch up the program. Maybe if I'm doing too much of a cardio based program, let me go straight to a strength based program. Now 
now your body has to adapt and that's confusion for it because it's not used to it. But you still hold cardio based. Now you're going strength based. Right. And so those are like the different changes that you see. And I think you could apply that in almost anything. I think we do if we're trying to master something. You know, no, I think. yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I think, I think that's the key is, you know, like you mentioned, our bodies are extremely good at being adaptable. Yep. So once you've done a workout for a certain period of time, your body's like, yeah, this is comfortable. I can do this. Yep. I can do this all day. I ain't even got to yep. break a sweat. Or you find out that, oh, but maybe my workout, it doesn't feel as like when you first start a workout and you're like, man, whoo. Yeah. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, uh. And then <laughs> as you go on, you're like, man, this workout ain't nothing. But your body, yes, you have gotten stronger, but at the same time, your body's also sort of adapted to the movements. It, it knows what's coming. Yep. And even if you aren't necessarily changing your workout, sometimes just changing the order of your workout. Because yep. your body knows, oh, he's going to do bench press, then he's going to do flies, yep. then he's going to do exactly. dips. And then he, exactly. like, and then yeah, if you go if you go dips first, you're like, whoa, 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 fam. Ain't nobody telling what's me you're doing dips, dips first. You know yeah? I got a bad shoulder. That's you know it. you got a bad shoulder. Why are you doing this? <laughs> the order is bench, fly, dips. Don't be going dips first. What's, what's um, up with you? And so, and so that's the thing is uh, yeah. our, our bodies are comfortable and our brains work on the exact same sort of plane. You yeah. know, in the beginning, you start, you know, doing new things. Your, your brain's like, oh, man, this is new. I'm learning something. And then it's like, yeah. hey, I know how to do this. This uh, is easy. This is light work. Uh, light. This is light work, right? And so <sighs> the whole thing is sort of getting comfortable being uncomfortable, yep. right? That's the key because growth only happens during periods of uncomfortability, right? Because yeah. if we're comfortable, there is no room for growth. Whether you're yeah. comfortable in your job, uh, you know, your friendships, your relationships, where, wherever you're comfortable, and there's nothing wrong with comfort. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't get me wrong, but in order for there to be growth, there has to be some sort of discomfort. Because yeah. if it's something uncomfortable, now it forces us to examine ourselves and forces us to change. And so it's the same mm -hmm. thing with intelligence. Once we've mastered something, yeah, it's let's not be stagnant, right? Yeah, sort of keep challenging, keep pushing uh, that envelope. And it's just like working out. You, the brain's a muscle, so if you keep working out, keep working that brain in new ways. So maybe yeah. if you're trying to learn a language and then you're learning a new skill, you know, like I think we talked about, like at one, you were learning to play the guitar and then you wanted yeah. to like get better at. Uh, sort of like being quote unquote handy, like yeah. knowing more about tools and stuff. So it's the mm -hmm. same thing. If you continue to push that envelope, push that growth, push that change, then your brain's in a constant state of building up neural connections. And in that constant right. state of building up and forming neural collection, uh, neural connections, you begin, you know, one learning does become easier, but then you also start to grow and then you can start to uh, apply that power of associative learning so you can start connecting something new with something old so something that you yep. already have in your brain that's when that fluid intelligence starts to come into play you like yeah well i know this mm -hmm. and i just learned this yeah oh yeah. now you can start to you know put the pieces of the puzzle together right now you start putting pieces of the puzzle together and and that's the beauty of, of learning new stuff is you realize you can make connections in various ways and stuff that may not always have been connect, you know, uh, on the outward, uh, you can see an instant connection, Yeah. but by having all of this information, mm -hmm. you can start to connect and associate old knowledge with new ideas. And that's, that's right. how you build that fluid intelligence. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, man. That's 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 the way to go. That's the way to go. And and, and now you know when you talk about these things. I think it's even more challenging to do so now in some aspects. But now that most of us are home. It's trying to be creative in ways where we get like I feel like in this time this year we've all had to step outside our comfort box a little bit, mm-hmm. um, doing new things and trying new things. And I think that could be a great challenge. And this year has been challenging, but I think I, a lot of us will get out of this hopefully um, a lot of knowledge hopefully from these times and you hopefully know, you'll know how to play the guitar hopefully i'm still man i'm still working on that you know i think we want to do so much and learn so much sometimes um it could be it could be challenging because sometimes our heads are all over the place especially right. now but you know it's key it's all it's always important to you know try to keep the focus on one thing at a time as best as you can so that you can master you know get that down but then all right What's the next step? What do I do? I want to continue to grow on this, you know? But if you feel you reached that level, all right. So let me try something new, um, to you know, mm-hmm. see if I can master that. See if just it keeps things exciting and you learn new things. You know, you become smarter, which is always great. You know, more knowledge is always you know always a good thing to have at the same time. So yeah, it's like we talked about. You know, keep keep learning. Keep 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 pushing that envelope. Yep, keep being right. comfortable in uncomfortability, yep. um, and just really, you know, like I said, let's learn a few things. We have we have a little bit more time on our hands than usual. You know, yep. if you've been putting off trying to learn that new language or That's learn right. to play the guitar or you know, whatever that you know new thing that you want to learn, even if it's just learning something new about something that you already do, That's right. um, learning a new aspect of that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and then really continue to sort of push that envelope. And then, like anything, the more you learn, it can't hurt. It yeah. never hurts. It never hurts at all. Never hurts. Keep it going. Just keep it going. Keep learning. And you never know where it can take you. That's it. You may end up like Colin. Like who? Like Colin. Colin. Like me? No. That's right. No. Big man on campus. No. Be better, people. Be better. <laughs> Be better. Uh, and so let's jump right into our... Uh, last segment of the episode, which is our quote or song of the week. Uh, why don't you kick it off? Quote and song of the week. So for me, I had a quote this week. Um, has nothing. I mean, it was just something I found. I know we're getting back on the quote and quote wave and the songs of you know our weeks. And since now we're picking this back up with the podcast, um, since taking some time off. But the quote I had this week. Um, something I just found, and so the quote was done by, I believe, a writer named Rumi. So the quote is, "Quote: Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it." End quote. Um, quote I found. I just was looking through some, and uh, this one kind of stuck out a little bit. Um, only reason I, I think um pick this quote I think today I think a lot of us probably I mean myself included I think um, we put a lot of barriers up within ourselves quite often mm-hmm. and that can and it can also relate to the things we do in general is the things we love to do um, you know as far as growing and learning as well as we talked about in today's episode um, sometimes we can be afraid of those things and um, just fearing that type of growth fearing what it can bring because in those type of things, you know, whether it be in our relationships and or the things we do in our work, you know, we find that 
we can find great love in that. And sometimes for us, when we see that, see how it feels really good when we're doing it, we get scared. You know, I have gone, you know, I've been scared before too, when you start feeling those feelings. And sometimes we take a step back because we think once we start to fall in that realm of loving something or loving somebody, um, we may get hurt. Mm. Nobody likes to get hurt. And so I think, um, and that's why we put these walls and barriers up. I've done it. Um, we've all, I think, have been. Not you. Uh, <laughs> Nah, nah. We've all, we've all, I think, have been there some degree, and I think um, it's always good. That's like a good reminder. Is just uh, to continue to to identify those barriers and just kind of to see how we can break them and break those walls so that we can, you know, start loving and loving ourselves, but also loving the things we do and loving the people we're around. And I think that that helps a lot with growth, learning. Um, we talked about today, learning and growing. And getting uncomfortable and sometimes it's not always going to be comfortable, especially when it comes to the things we love. Sometimes it's going to get a little difficult, but um, we can work through that and bring those barriers down so that we can, you know, live a better quality of life as well. And, you know, live a healthy lifestyle as well with the people we love and the things we do. You know, I think that's uh, it was definitely helpful as far as reading this quote, had me think about some of those things. So, yeah, that's that's my quote today. I respect. I respect. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what you got? What you got on the for you, man? What song? A quote? What's what's you? What you feeling? Okay, so my uh, quote is from Jay Kristoff, which says, "Your mind will serve you better than any trinket under the suns. It is a weapon, and like any weapon, you need to practice to be any good at wielding it." And so, I mean, it just ties right into you know what we're talking about this week about using our smarts, using our intelligence, exercising our brain. Uh, it's just like any any other tool in our arsenal. And if you want to be able to use it and use it effectively, we need to train it. So whether that's you know working on brain puzzles, getting better at activities, uh, any any just just increasing. Uh, the knowledge that we possess and the, our ability to connect old knowledge to new ideas, uh, that will forever continue to make sure that we are using our brains to the best of our ability, really, and really making sure that we ourselves are pushing ourselves to the best of our ability by exercising and, and using uh, using that brain power. So that's, that's the quote I'm rocking with this week. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Love it, man. And Feeling so- inspired today. And so, as always, you can find us on Instagram at uh, What You Think in Podcast and on Twitter. And as usual, this has been another wonderful episode of the What You Think in Podcast. I am your boy, Miles. And this is Colin here. And we'll see you next time.